Welcome to Week in Review, where we recap issues and events pertinent to Central Illinois. I'm WNBD News Director Cooper Banks. An hour-long political slugging match Thursday night between Illinois' top two nominees for governor. Next Star Media Group broadcasting it statewide from the debate stage at Illinois State University in Bloomington Normal. Moderators started with hard and fast rules, no messing around. Candidates, you'll know your time is up when you hear this bell. Also, we are very excited to have our live audience with us. We have told them they need to hold their applause until the very end of the debate. And with that, let's get started. Governor Pritzker, Senator Bailey, thank you both very much for being here tonight. Much has been said about the sweeping police and criminal justice reform package known as the Safety Act. The focus has largely been on one provision set to take effect January 1st that will eliminate cash bail in Illinois. Our recent next star Emerson College, the Hill Poll, found 48% of likely voters think the new policy will increase crime. Governor Pritzker, we are starting with you tonight. You've said you are willing to consider changes to the bill, but you have not elaborated. So what specific changes are you in favor of? You have 60 seconds. Let me begin by saying that everyone deserves to feel safe in their homes, in their communities, and um, honestly, crime rose substantially during the pandemic, and I take that very seriously. Now, the criminal justice system that Darren Bailey and Republicans are standing up for is one that allows murderers and rapists and domestic abusers to buy their way out of jail. And that's unsafe for our families, for our neighborhoods, and frankly, uh, victims' rights organizations are supportive of the Safety Act. If you want to reduce crime, you've got to solve crime. You've got to do what I've done, which is to increase the number of state police, build state-of-the-art crime labs, make sure that we're funding violence prevention and youth summer jobs programs, and, uh, of course, funding mental health and substance abuse treatment. But Darren Bailey is a hypocrite on this subject. I mean, he has voted against all of these things, and he even voted to defund police. Oh, unreal. Uh, uh, Governor, this is your chance now. What specific changes would you make to the safety? Well, I think that there are clarifications. People, you know, as you know, the Republicans have put out a lot of disinformation, a whole list of things that they say are uh, non-detainable offenses. There's no such thing under the Safety Act as non-detainable offenses. Uh, And, again, the goal of it is to keep murderers, rapists, domestic abusers, violent criminals in jail, and a poor young mother who uh, shoplifts uh, diapers and formula. Governor Pritzker. One more would chance. be kept you, in for months Pritzker, if she doesn't have the five hundred dollars Are you willing to answer the question? One specific change you would make? Again, I think there are clarifications that can be made in the law to make sure that everyone understands right. what this law We're going to move about. on. Senator Bailey, now on to you. You have repeatedly advocated for the repeal of the Safety Act, but the bill also encompasses new programs for police, like mental health screenings for officers and use of body cameras statewide. If you repeal the whole law, those programs are gone. So what do you do? You have 60 seconds. Well, Governor Pritzker is obviously lying about everything that he just said. And I think it's very interesting that 100 of the 102 states' attorneys across the state, a third of them being Democrats, are standing up against this as well. I think it's obvious that's why I have the full support of the police on this deal, because they know exactly what what this does. The Safety Act must be repealed because it lets violent criminals 
and murderers out of jail before trial. Now, Governor Pritzker could have proposed bail reform for nonviolent criminals. I would have supported that. But he didn't. Instead, he signed a bill that's attaching revolving doors to every jail in the state of Illinois. And friends, we're going More to have lies. the exact same problem across the state that Chicago is experiencing after January 1st. So again, Senator Bailey, would you repeal the act, the Safety Act? Yes, because the Safety Act was, was concocted at 4 a.m. in the wee hours of the morning without okay. any police involvement whatsoever. Thank you, Senator. We need to come and sit at the table and deal you, with Senator. the real issues we and are, problems. We're, are, we are going to move on. We have a follow-up for the governor. Now, last month, former Riverside Police Chief Tom Weitzel criticized the Safety Act in an op-ed saying it will take officers off the streets. Quote, you could have officers doing paperwork for six to eight hours on a single arrest, which is unacceptable. The law will also create apathy and low morale, end quote. So what is your response to police who say you are making their jobs more difficult? You have 30 seconds here. That's in fact not true. What we're providing is more funding for police, making sure that we have uh, the ability for police to get the tools and technology that they need to solve crimes more quickly. You know, it's one of the reasons that I invested in our crime labs is to make sure that we could eliminate, as we did, the rape kit backlog in our state. We had 2,000 rape kits left over from the last Republican governor, and we've solved that by actually investing. Darren Bailey voted against that. Senator Bailey, do you support any form of eliminating catch bail, or would you prefer to keep the current system that's in place? 30 seconds to you. We need to have a seat with everybody. We need to meet with everyone. Open doors, not behind locked doors, where J.B. Pritzker and his cohorts met for months developing this egregious bill. We need, everyone needs a seat at the table. You just said What J.B. is telling months. you is simply not true. Months People, of <laughs> this guy, I mean, this is endless. Why are the, did the police not know what they're talking about? These things, these actions that he took, guess what they're going to do? They're going to raise property taxes because he enforced the fact that, that police, he took away their training. Now local governments have to train their own police. He said you have to wear body cams, but he said now you have to pay for these yourself. Unfunded mandates, that's all this man knows he's destroying our state Governor, from the inside sir, out. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to respond to that. Thank you. I provided more money for police. I provided more money for our municipalities. Two billion dollars more during my term in office for local governments and for police. It's just a lie what Darren Bailey is saying. Um, he's saying we're defunding. He's the one who voted against uh, funding for our state police, adding hundreds of state police to make sure that we can keep our communities safer. Okay, Taman has the next Well, I got my name Taman. mentioned. Can I have one more rebuttal? Thank you, Jennifer. We're, we're going to move on for now. Senator, this question will go to you. Under Illinois' last Republican governor, Bruce Rauner, social services and state agencies came to a halt during his two-year budget stalemate with the Democratic-led legislature. Senator, you have also pledge to cut state spending. If elected, how would you do that without shutting down social services? 60 seconds, please. Reprioritization of spending and a zero-based budget. When I started this journey with uh, J.B. Pritzker, Illinois budget was $34 billion, and today it's $46.5 billion. When there's a problem, J.B. just happily throws cash at the problem without any accountability or transparency at all. 
we have everything that we need within our laws and our, and our agencies. But you know what the problem is? Many times people don't know what's available to them. I hear this all the time. I heard it today, a lady with a child that needs help, and she's just recently discovering what is available to her. J.B. Pritzker has absolutely failed the people of the state of Illinois by informing them, but instead he likes to toss cash, create new programs, uh, and actually he's doing the same thing with our police. I sponsored a bill that actually gives more money to the police than he offered. Jobs. Senator, you mentioned zero-based budgeting, but what happens if the Democratic-led House and Senate say no? Well, I think it's pretty obvious when people across the state consider where we are at today versus when J.B. Pritzker started. There is nothing that's any better. Our property taxes, our crime, inflation, our schools, things are a disaster. So I will bring to the table and create unity so that we all, right. all sit down and talk about right. the solutions. All right, Senator Governor, I want to bring you into the conversation. In recent weeks, Illinois families have started receiving one-time income and property tax rebates, but families are still feeling the squeeze due to the tax hikes. Vehicle registration fees have increased 50 to $100, and you've raised the gas tax and expanded the online sales tax. Would you consider rolling back any of those taxes due to inflation? 60 seconds, please. It's been almost 20 years since Illinois invested in our infrastructure, and as a result of the infrastructure bill that I got passed, we are rebuilding our roads and our bridges and our airports and water ports. In fact, in Darren Bailey's district, we uh, are rebuilding roads that are vital to the people who are farming in his district. Uh, look, I want to be clear. I balanced four budgets in a row. I paid off all the state's overdue bills. Um, I've gotten oh, six credits provided $1.8 billion in gas, grocery, and property tax relief. If we keep balancing the budgets, if we keep doing it, we can make tax cuts permanent. Next, our media group statewide broadcast of the gubernatorial debate Thursday night continues. We return to Thursday night's gubernatorial debate showdown from Illinois State University in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois, broadcast statewide last week by Nextar Media Group. Senator, or uh, Governor, you pursued uh, moving Illinois from a flat tax income system to a graduated one. Is that something that you would pursue in a second term? Will you revisit that? No, but I do believe that uh, wealthier people should uh, not reap all the benefits and working people getting the shaft. Uh, I have, in fact, worked to make our tax system fairer. I believe that it's important to note that I... Uh closed corporate loopholes, $700 million worth, and made sure that we provided tax relief to working we'll, families. We'll put 15 seconds on the, the clock. You, you do want the wealthy to pay more, so how do you achieve that, given we have a flat tax system? Again, I just pointed that out, right? Closing corporate loopholes for businesses that don't need it allowed us to bring $700 million more into government and to make or sure to provide, provide those Senator, tax hold on one second. relief, that tax relief for working families. That is what we're trying to do. Senator, uh, we heard a lot of people come complaining about property taxes, but those taxes pay for more than 60% of the state's education funding. So, Senator, how do you balance property tax relief against making sure that states are fully funded? We'll give you 60 seconds. Zero-based budgeting and dealing with the property taxes. Every word that comes out of this man's mouth is deception. He shorted our pensions by $4 billion every year that he's been governor. Our budget's not balanced. This man borrowed money, the only governor in America to borrow money from the Federal Reserve. 
our budget's still not balanced. He tossed COVID cash to fund schools and, and townships and, and private, uh, uh, private interests. JB's an arrogant liar. This budget to him is a shell game. And he thinks that we're all patsies because we're buying it. Well, friends, people are waking up to the truth. And that truth is going to get this man fired this year. Governor, your name was invoked. If you'd like to take 30 seconds to respond. Well, over and over again, you've heard Darren Bailey lie just for the last 10 minutes of this debate. And I have to say that he's following in the footsteps of the person he begged for an endorsement from, and that's Donald Trump. The truth is that we need a governor who actually stands up for the truth. Let me tell you the truth. I consolidated police and fire Four pensions years. across the state. We're worse and off. That is allowing uh, property taxes to go down by billions of dollars. Darren Bailey oh. voted to raise property oh, oh, taxes oh. by 81 percent. Got it. Governor, uh, back to the same question. How do you balance property tax relief against making sure that schools are funded? Well, again, if you balance the state budget, this is hugely important. If you balance the state budget, as you I have for four years, years in a row, taxes should be going it allows down. us Senator to Lundgren. increase funding by the state for our education system, and I've done that by $1.3 billion. Doing that allows local property taxes to go down. It also funds our schools. Remember that local governments, local schools, are paying for the bulk of the education that they're providing. In other words, local property taxes. Our state government should be paying for about half of what education costs in this state. Instead, in Illinois, for years and years, the Republicans and some Democrats were, frankly, ruining the budget. And uh, as a result, we've had to provide more and more tax relief at the state level, again, balancing the budget. Having a surplus, as I have achieved over the last two years, allows us to reduce the burden on local property taxpayers. Thank you. Senator Bailey, you've said on Facebook Live that you would roll back everything that Governor Pritzker has done in his first term. Does that include measures like the $15 minimum wage here in Illinois? 30 seconds, please. Oh, I think, what I, I think it was very obvious what I meant. Most of this law is going to entail dealing with the General Assembly, uh, the $15 an hour wage. Uh, no, I think I was talking about a lot of his tax hikes, uh, the, the, um, the Safety Act. Uh, that's what we're dealing with right now. That's what's destroying our state. People have made their adjustments to the $15 an hour wage. I didn't agree with it. I voted no against it. But we've got a lot of work to do. So, Senator, you would leave that $15 minimum wage in place? Yes, it's not on my agenda. I'd like to respond. And, and, but to but please, go ahead, Governor. Yes, so we'll give you some let's time. just point out, Darren Bailey, once again, is lying. He has said he wants to eliminate the state minimum wage. He says that he can't get it done, but if you put a governor in and if he succeeds at it, people's wages will go down. I've worked hard to raise wages in the state to make sure that we have uh, not only the ability small business. creating jobs and raising wages. That's the job of a governor, and apparently Darren Bailey doesn't understand that. In Illinois, there are no restrictions on abortion before fetal viability. Most experts say that's reached around 24 to 26 weeks. After fetal viability, abortions may be performed to protect the patient's life or health. Governor, would you push to allow abortion for any reason throughout pregnancy? You no, I think the law seconds. that we have in place now, which I signed into place, that protects a woman's right to choose is what we should keep in place. Darren Bailey wants to eliminate a woman's right to choose. He wants to take away women's reproductive you rights. You are so divisive that, on that everything That is precisely what he stands for. Divisive. Go look it up. And let me just Dividing tell you, I have spent my life fighting for women's rights and for women's reproductive rights, and as long as I'm governor, we're going to protect them. 
Okay, Senator Bailey, we're going to give you a chance to respond now. You said in one of your Facebook videos, quote, I think we're going to end this abortion thing, end quote. Aside from saving the life of the mother, would you ban all abortions, including in cases of rape and incest? You have 60 seconds. Illinois has the most permissive abortion laws in the nation. Nothing's going to change when I'm governor. I couldn't change them if I could. J.B. Pritzker stays up at night trying to dream up new abortion laws. Those issues are dividing us. My focus is going to be crime, taxes, and education. I've been saying that for a long time as well, and you didn't pick up on that. Those are the issues that unite us. Those are the issues that are causing our state to fail. But J.B. Pritzker wants to fearmonger and put all of this nonsense out there that can't be changed anyway, and it needs to stop. We need to focus on uniting this state. Thank you, Senator Bailey. Our next question comes from one of our viewers. Joining us now for that is Shelby Roberts. She's the main anchor at WMBD here in central Illinois, and she is with us tonight on stage at the Braden Auditorium. Shelby. Jennifer, thank you. Governor Pritzker, Senator Bailey, thank you both so much for joining us. We do have a handful of viewer questions we'd like to get to tonight. The first coming from Nick Mazzarelli in LaSalle County. Here it is. The cost of college tuition has been steadily increasing, which has made it extremely difficult for students to afford attending public institutions of higher education, especially students who come from first generation or low income families. Do you believe it is important for Illinois to invest more in higher education? And if so, what specific steps would you take as governor to lower the cost of higher education? So a very timely question with us, particularly being on a college campus. Senator Bailey, we'll start with you again. That question is, what specific steps would you take as governor to lower the costs of higher education? You have 60 seconds. Yeah, and I feel for the young man asking the question because many of our children are being pushed out of state because of the high cost of education. Administrative bloat is what's causing this. Unfunded mandates from, from the governor's office are what's causing this. Are you guys aware that the president of, of University of Illinois, President Killian, makes almost a million dollars a year? Can you tell me in what world that makes sense? Our children are leaving the state. They're not able to attend here. Our tuition is entirely too high. And guess what? Newsflash. Under the last four years of J.B. Pritzker, it's gotten worse. He's, had, he's got the supermajority. If we want to tackle and deal with these issues, we should be the ones. We have the wonderful colleges in this state where everyone in the nation should be wanting to flock here. And I want to give ISU a shout out because when I sit on the appropriations committees and look at these budgets, Illinois State University is consistently on top of their action and they're doing an amazing job. So thank you. Governor Pritzker, your turn. What specific steps would you take to lower the cost of higher education? You'll also get 60 seconds. When I came into office, young people were leaving this state because it was cheaper to go to the University of Alabama or University of Iowa than it was to stay here in the state of Illinois. And so I went after that. I raised the investments that we're making in higher education. In fact, I've increased MAP grants, those are our state scholarships, by 50%. That's $200 million. Uh, and that means that anyone that's eligible that applies for a MAP grant now gets one. That's never happened in the history of our state. And now, as a result, we have the highest freshman enrollment across the state in six years. And here at ISU, it's the highest in 35 years. 
We return to Thursday night's gubernatorial debate showdown from Illinois State University in Bloomington Normal, broadcast statewide last week by Next Star Media Group. Gentlemen, the tragic July 4th shooting in the city of Highland Park left seven people dead and 48 more hurt. Since then, activists have been calling for action on gun control. In fact, our poll found 54% of people support a statewide ban on assault-style weapons. So far, the legislature has failed to act. Governor Pritzker, I want to play you part of what you said in the hours after the shooting. I'm furious that this is happening in communities all across Illinois and America. I'm furious because it does not have to be this way. Governor, you have called for a national ban. Why haven't you been able to get this done at the state level? You have 60 seconds. Well, there are working groups that are working through this in the General Assembly. Remember, the General Assembly is a co-equal branch of government. They've got to do their work in order for us to actually have legislation. But I believe we ought to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in the state of Illinois. And we should get it done nationally. because. That Highland Park shooting, the mass shooter had three 30-round cartridges and shot 83 bullets in less than 60 seconds. No one should have that kind of firepower. There's no sporting use for that, no defense use for that. The fact is that we've got to do more to get guns out of the hands of the people who shouldn't have them. And Darren Bailey wants to get rid of background checks in the state of Let's Illinois. Let's try securing That's the borders. just, you want to get, get the rid of the FOID card and get rid of background checks. I expanded background checks, so we now have universal background checks for everyone that purchases a gun. But Governor, the Democrats control the state legislature. Again, why haven't you been able to get this done if you want it so badly? Well, I, I'm sure you understand that at this point in the legislature, you need a supermajority in order to get that done. So the working groups that are happening in the General Assembly are determining what they can get done in the veto session, which is happening in November, and what they can get done after the first of the year when there's a new session. And you need Governor, a simple majority. Thank you. But we are going to ban thank you. assault thank weapons. Thank you, Governor. In this state. Senator Bailey, you have voted against gun control measures in the past. But as we stated, our poll found a majority of people in Illinois want a statewide ban on assault style weapons. Would you go against the majority's wishes as governor? Why or why not? 60 seconds for this question. Well, again, it's the General Assembly that determines that. My heart absolutely breaks for everyone that's afflicted by these deaths that are literally happening every day and every week in Chicago. Chicago and the minority neighborhoods where Governor Pritzker doesn't really care to show up. Illinois has the most restrictive gun laws right now, friends. Take a look at it. We've got everything that we need. The Highland Park shooting, it shouldn't have happened because of the laws that are on the books. But when Governor Pritzker doesn't follow or obey those laws, these things happen. We need a governor who's going to stand up, just like I talked about mental health. We've got, we've got these things, mechanisms available, but people don't know because we continue to pass new laws continually all the time. And, and as per Governor Pritzker's issue about involving the General Assembly, I find it very interesting. He hasn't really cared too much about that two years ago since he continues to, to expand his executive orders every month. It's nonsense. Okay, Senator, same question for you. How do you balance the need to keep people safe without inconveniencing lawful gun owners? 30 seconds. We repeal the Safety Act and we allow law enforcement to do their jobs. We make sure that people understand the laws that are on the books and that they are actually enforced. 
That's what we do. This, the FOID card does nothing. You already have a federal background firearm check. Every state around us, they don't have a FOID, but we do, and the fees keep going up, and the state, he, Governor Pritzker swept the funds here not too long ago. It's nonsense. All right, thank you, Senator. Governor, next question for you. After Highland Park, state police issued an emergency rule. It strengthens their ability to consider clear and present danger reports when considering FOID applications. But the gunman in Highland Park was still able to obtain a firearm because his parents signed release forms on his behalf. Would you consider eliminating the parental cons consent loophole for 18-year-olds and raising the overall age to 21? 30 seconds. We obviously need to close that loophole and make it impossible for someone to get an assault weapon and high-capacity magazines. We've seen seven people died because one person went on top of a roof with his assault weapon and high-capacity magazines, and 36 people were shot. No one should have that kind of firepower, and yeah, we should make sure that he couldn't get it. Senator Bailey, your school, Full Armor Christian Academy, has a sign on its doors warning people that staff are heavily armed and any attempt to harm children will be met with deadly force. Senator, do you want to arm all Illinois teachers? 30 seconds, please. Well, first and foremost, my schools that school's not political, and I'm not dragging it into this campaign. Secondly, that would be up to the General Assembly of whether or not they would want to uh, support such a measure and, and bring, it to the, uh, bring it to the attention. And I want to make sure that you understand something, everyone out there. I'm, I want to make a commitment to the people right now while we have time because that uh, I want to commit to you that when I get elected as governor that I'm going to serve all four years of my term, that I promise you I will not be running for another elected office. I've signed the People's Pledge promising that I'll do that. And Governor Pritzker, I want to ask you if you're interested in signing that same pledge to commit uh, that Senator, you won't run for another office while you are a Senator, governor. And a matter of fact, I have the pledge right here if you're interested in signing that. All right, audience, we need you to remain quiet. We need you to my so, Senator, Are Senator, you going to run for president? Senator, so we, Jennifer and I will ask the questions here, but it is, it is a relevant topic. We're going to do a quick pivot. We're going to move back because we're in control here. But, Governor, it is worth asking. You've raised your national profile quite a bit, raising funds for Democrats in other states. And by traveling to New Hampshire, these moves have stoked speculation you might run for president in 2024. It is fair to ask, will you commit to serving a full term if reelected? 30 seconds, sir. I intend to serve four years more as governor, get reelected. Uh, and I intend to support the president. He's running for reelection. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. That's clear. So serving all four years, supporting President Biden. Thank you. Shelby has our next question. Taman, thank you so much, candidates. We have another viewer question, and this one comes from Robert Heaps in Peoria. Here's what Robert wants to know. What specifically do you plan to do to ensure the Illinois state pension system remains sustainable? And Senator Bailey, you'll go first for this viewer question. Again, specifically, what is your plan in order to make Illinois state pensions sustainable? You have 60 seconds. Well, I can say that if I would have been governor for the last four years, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And every state employee, whether they're earning their pension or whether they're living off of it, would feel comfortable and they wouldn't have to worry about that each and every day. Because as this gentleman suggested, there is not one state worker who has earned or who is earning their pension that believes or, or feels confident that that pension is going to be with them for the future. Political elites 
and union bosses have hacked the system for far too long. So I'm doing what I've been doing, raising the alarm. I call the problem what it is, and I've been sitting down with, with pensioners across the state, sitting at the table, trying to find out what we can do, putting new hires on 401k plans, what we can do. Once we, once we do a zero-based budget, I believe there's 10 to $15 billion in that budget of waste, and we can take that and begin to get our state healthy again. So I assure you that I will not be infringing upon your earned benefits, but unfortunately, thank you, thank you're you. still as concerned about that as you were four years ago. Thank you so much, Senator Bailey. All right, your turn, Governor Pritzker. What specifically do you plan to do in order to make state pensions sustainable? You have 60 seconds. Well, during my term in office, um, I have, uh, from the very beginning, said that a pension is a promise, and it must be lived up to by state government. Now, I've also reduced the net pension liability while I've been in office, not only because we make good investments, but also because we put more money into the pension systems than ever before. Now, that's been because we had surpluses because we balanced the budget. And I want to make clear that uh, I also expanded a program that was introduced by a Republican state representative uh, that allows retirees to, bought, to get bought out of their pension. They can get all their money up front, and it saves taxpayers money when they do that. So I'm pleased to say that we've made real progress on our statewide pensions, and I want to point out that I got passed a police and fire pension consolidation bill that reduces property taxes by billions of dollars. Thank and you. everyone's still worried about their pensions. We return to Thursday night's gubernatorial debate from Illinois State University in Bloomington Normal, broadcast statewide last week by Nexstar Media Group. This program was edited for time. Governor Pritzker, Senator Bailey, this will be our final viewer question of the evening. And this one was sent to us by Brandon Monroe from Peoria. And Brandon did a little bit of homework for this one. According to a recent poll done by Chief Executive Magazine, where they asked nearly 700 CEOs and business owners to rank the states from best to worst to do business in, Illinois placed 48th, just ahead of New York and California. With businesses like Caterpillar, Citadel, and Boeing leaving the state, what is your plan to make Illinois a more competitive place to do business in? And Senator Bailey, this question will go to you first. Again, that question is, what is your plan to make Illinois a more competitive choice for doing business in? You have 60 seconds. It's interesting because I'm hearing a very resounding message tonight from our questions. Governor Pritzker's had four years of a supermajority. We shouldn't be having this conversation. Just yesterday, we heard that Tyson Foods are exiting the state. Last week, or a couple weeks ago, the CEO of McDonald's said Chicago is a city in crisis. Our state leaders, Governor Pritzker and, and Mayor Lightfoot, are, are, are ignoring the situation. A zero-based budget, friends, will solve the problem. We'll put all new agency directors in place. We will we'll pri reprioritize our spending. We'll start from the ground up. You will see where every penny is spent in, this, in the, every state agency. That's how we lower our taxes. 
our, our unemployment fund, J.B. Pritzker, failed to pay that off. Work comp is two and a half times higher than any state around us. We need to cut regulations and we need to give business a reason to come back to the state. Senator, but they're not going Senator to because Bailey. it's not safe, our taxes are too high, Thank and our you. education is Thank a disaster. You. We're going to give the governor a chance to answer this. You heard Brandon mention companies like Caterpillar, Boeing, Citadel. Tyson moving jobs. So what is your plan to make Illinois a competitive choice for doing business in? You also have 60 seconds. Well, Rivian, Amazon, Kellogg's, Boeing have added tens of thousands of jobs in the state of Illinois and brought headquarters here. And in fact, during my tenure in office, we've created more small business than ever before. Small businesses are thriving. We cut taxes on 400,000 of them. I incentivized the data center industry, and that's brought in $13 billion of investment investment to the state and thousands and thousands of jobs. Look, Darren Bailey voted against raising the minimum wage. He voted against incentives for business. He's bad for business. He's bad for working Look families. Like and he has no idea how to grow the economy. Thank you, Governor. Taman has the next question now. Thank you, Jennifer. On the ballot this November, the Workers' Rights Amendment. It would guarantee Illinois workers the right to collectively bargain for wages, hours, safety, and working conditions. Governor, you've signaled your support for this, but federal law already governs collective bargaining in the private sector, so why is a constitutional amendment needed? 60 seconds, please. Well, workers should have a right to organize. Look, corporations are much more powerful than an individual worker who wants to go in and bargain for their own wages. So workers ought to be able to get together and go in together to try to get a better wage, a safer workplace, benefits. That's what we're trying to guarantee. I believe it's the right thing to do to have a workers' rights amendment. And yes, I have fought for this for my entire career. Senator Bailey, audience. Audience, hold your applause. Senator Bailey, your biggest campaign contributor, has written a $1 million check to the effort to defeat the workers' right amendment. What is your position on guaranteeing workers the right to collectively bargain? 60 seconds. <laughs> they already, union members already have that right. My message is this. Union, stay in your lane and everything will be fine. Leave mom and pop and private business alone. Why on earth would we Audience, want to force please. this? Audience, we can't hear the candidates. Here's the reality. Under J.B. Pritzker right now today, Illinois has 45,000 fewer people working. Illinois today than when J.B. Pritzker took office has 125,000 less people in the state. Why are they leaving? These ideas aren't working. Just not Leave true. private business alone. And as a matter of fact, Amendment 1, it is going to increase your property taxes. You're making that Leave up. it alone. All right. Thank you very much, Senator Governor. Next question for you. The U.S. Bureau of Labor recorded 752,000 union members in Illinois in 2021. That's nearly 14% of all workers with more unionization efforts popping up here weekly. Governor, when you came into office in 2019, you signed a four-year contract with the state's largest union, AFSCME. Your office estimated the overall cost of the state at $500 million. If re-elected, how will you negotiate the next contract to ensure taxpayers are not saddled with additional costs? 30 seconds. Actually, we reduced the cost to the state of Illinois in that contract and still provided significant health care coverage for all of our state workers. We need to continue to be prudent about the negotiations with AFSCME 
me with unionized workers for the state of Illinois. It is the responsibility of the governor to go in and bargain, and we did that, and we got a good deal. Remember, for four years before I became governor, the prior governor refused to even sit down with our workers in the state. We need to do that and make sure that they get a fair wage and the state gets right. a good deal. Thank you, Governor. Senator Bailey, I think you said unions need to stay in their lane, but you heard the statistics. Nearly 14% of all Illinois workers are union members, so how would you handle working with unions if elected? 30 seconds. Well, I look forward to it, and I thank transparency and accountability to the people, to the rest of Illinois, is going to change and make a new day for us. The states around us, they're flourishing. Their economies are amazing. And look at our economy here in Illinois. I think that speaks volumes, and I think that's what we're hearing all night. Things aren't right and things aren't healthy in Illinois, and as far as our public sector unions, there's not a person here sitting here right now that is confident in your pensions. This gentleman's failed you. And for Governor Pritzker, more than 2,000 asylum seekers have been bused uh, from Texas to Illinois in recent weeks. They are being provided with social services and temporary housing. You've signed several measures to give migrants more protections here. How many more asylum seekers can the state welcome without it becoming a strain on government resources? 30 seconds, please. We need comprehensive uh, immigration reform in this country. That's the first thing that ought to happen. But when the governor of Texas, the governor of Florida are inhumanely sending people who are here legally, who are refugees to this country seeking asylum, when they send them to states all across the country, not just to Illinois, um, we have an obligation to act in a way that uh, we should be proud of, that we're going to make sure they get shelter, that they get food, that they get health care and that we allow them to right, get Governor. the asylum right. that they're right. seeking. Governor, thank you very much. Senator, your turn now. How would you respond to the arrival of migrants? 30 seconds, please. Well, Illinois is doing what Illinois does best, continually helping people in need. But the reality is no state or city can fund this or afford this. Illinois is a sanctuary state. Are you aware that we spend over five billion dollars each year taking care of this situation. So I've asked Governor Pritzker to get a hold of his pal Joe Biden and secure the border. If he won't do that, send us the funds that we need, the resources that we need. And if he won't do that, put him up in one of your Hyatts on your All own right. dime. All right. we're we're audience, audience, audience. We need all right, we're running low on time. Jennifer has our next question. Yeah, Audience, have, host, sit tight. Covered, you're going to like this one. You're going to like this. We this have covered a lot of tough topics. We're going to end with a lighter question. And for that, we go out to the baseball field at Illinois State University. Hi, I'm Blake Stinger, outfielder for the Redbirds baseball team. We get to choose a walk-up song when you go up to bat. So, candidates, what would your song be? All right, so there you have it. If you are a baseball player, what would your walk-up song be? Governor Pritzker, you can go first, 15 seconds. Well, any song that highlights the big things that need to get done for our state is what I would uh, would suggest should be the walk-up song. We've gotten so many done over okay. the last four years. All right. I hope he that couldn't we'll continue come up with a to song. do over the next four. Senator Bailey, same question. What would your walk-up song be? I'm a hard-working man because these young people... I'm going to preserve a future for these young right. people, and I am going to we, represent every hardworking person out there. We have to give you time for... Last Thursday night's Illinois gubernatorial debate from Illinois State University and broadcast statewide by Star Media Group, edited for time.
That does it for this edition of Week in Review. I'm Cooper Banks, WNBD News.